The Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Coming up, we got a steamer red hot off of last week. We got another one. Also, the Bear with his daily fantasy, Masters picks, everybody, everything you need to know before he heads down to Augusta. Also, I got some hypothetical lines, crossover matchups. If two teams that were in Power 5 conferences, say maybe throw Florida and Oregon, if they were going to play on a neutral site, what would the line be? Our friend Chrissy Andrews over at South Point helped us with that. But first. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Also want to remind you to check out the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. They have everything you need to know to get your team ready each week. Download and subscribe to Fantasy Focus Football and Stanford Stephen the Bear wherever you get your podcasts. I, well, 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 after hearing that, Steve, I, I feel kind of obligated to uh, to give out my DraftKings lineup that I that I anchored in my little DraftKings Fantasy League, the year-long lead that I've going with my buddies and uh, using the salary cap. I went John Rahm, Tony Finau, Hideki Matsuyama, Scotty Scheffler, Matt Kuchar, and Ian Poulter. And that hits the Hits the salary cap right on the nose. So uh, that, right, that, same again, because same again, because people won't have their pen and paper ready, and then you get yelled at on Twitter because know. you know you didn't say something. So John yeah, Rom, uh, John Rom, Tony yep. Finau, Hideki Matsuyama, Scotty Scheffler, Matt Kuchar, and Ian Poulter, and and then that puts you right, right, right on the right on the number zero remaining salary. And, uh, and and we'll see what happens. I had to make a decision there at the top with either Bryson or Rom, and I decided to go with Rom. It was a little bit cheaper, just because you got to uh, you got to boost yourself at the bottom there, and with your uh, your your lower salary players, you got to squeeze Poulter in, and as opposed to some six thousand dollar guys. So uh, so there we go. Let's see, let's see what happens with that lineup, and we'll talk some uh, some Masters picks, actual uh, bets and head to heads, and top tens and twenties later in the show. Game day, going to Augusta. You ready? I'm I'm ready. I, I've worked every turn, every Masters. I've been to every one uh, since 2012. So it, it's going to feel weird to to be sitting there uh, Thursday in the hotel uh, after I get my my test done, just kind of watching it and not really working it and getting ready for game day. But crossing over with some Masters, I'm sure I'm going to be uh, dialed in and tweeting some stuff out anyway because I'm a sicko and I'm not going to have uh, much to do in the room. But yeah, it's it's going to be key. it's going to be kind of cool to set up there on the. Uh, on, on the par three course and uh, ha- have some, uh, some golf stuff in the show. Like we, we've had a bunch of ideas that have been kicked around. I don't want to give them all away because in case something happens and then it doesn't happen, but uh, it, it's not going to be a college for college game day previewing the masters. It's going to be college game day at the masters. We're going to talk college football. We're going to talk about the games. We're going to preview the day. We're going to we're, we're applicable. We'll, we'll have a little intersection of golf and college football. But uh, it should be a very fun show. And then after the show, Kirk, uh, Maria, and myself will head up to Ann Arbor for the uh, the Michigan-Wisconsin game at ABC Prime. That's right. What a great primetime game we have this week, huh? Yeah. Did we take that one over Penn State and Nebraska? No, no, no. Yes, we, believe it or not, we did. <laughs> uh, that, that, I, I imagine that. But uh, yeah, no. This is this is a Big Ten Prime Week, and uh, we may as well just start there. I mean, I mean yeah. Uh, there there are, there are a ton of stories in this game. What was what was that last week for Michigan? I mean, wow. You, you talk about a defense that just looked terrible. Uh, an offensive line. I know they had some in, injuries and some issues, uh, but their offensive line didn't look good. Uh, like that was not uh, not what I expected at all. From Michigan last week, and now as a result, I need to go shopping and prepare some vows for my for my good friends in Bloomington because <laughs> the, 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 I have to make a long term commitment here to, to to the Hoosiers. 
But in looking towards this week, though, I know Wisconsin's playing, yep. but do we still know like who's playing, who's out, uh, any other names that maybe have come out or not? Like, I, I, I still think there's a lot of uncertainty and question marks. Like, how long have they practiced? Who's practiced? Who hasn't? Like, this, I know this line is steamed up to do Wisconsin uh, now, I think, like four, four and a half points favorite. This game kind of reminds you a little bit of the Michigan Notre Dame game last year, late in the year, mm. where everybody was ready to just absolutely dump and quit on Michigan. They're done. Harbaugh can't win a big game. He's fired. And, and, and they went out and absolutely crushed Notre Dame. I'm not saying that's going to happen again because we know Harbaugh hasn't won a game at Michigan uh, as an underdog. This is the first time they're a home dog to someone other uh, than Ohio State under Harbaugh. But, but I, I don't know. With, with so much uncertainty on the on the Wisconsin side, hey, but may, maybe I'm just being a little paranoid. And maybe Merck is fine and the backs are fine and their lines. Maybe maybe, they, maybe everything's good to go and they're going to come out and prove that they're just a better team. But I, I'd be a little hesitant uh, right now until, until I get more information about really stepping forward in this game and be willing to lay the points with Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, a lot to get to. I saw Hutchinson's out for the year for Michigan. Which is uh, a big sir, loss. Big they loss. Can't, they, can't, they can't rush the passer to begin with. I, uh, I was at this out. game. I was at this game last year on the sidelines, and I think I left a little after half. I mean, I went back. I can't believe the score was only 35-14. That was the final. It was 28 nothing in a blink, yep. uh, and they dominate him. Every single facet, uh, obviously, Mertz. We do have only, what are they, the data point? We only have one on Wisconsin, right, that, that Friday night against yep. Illinois. Yep. And in that game, they didn't run the ball well, and that yep. was very uncharacteristic of, of Wisconsin. Now, that's a first-game jitters with how much zone scheme they run their offensive line and not being on the same page. Uh, we have seen what the Illini has become since that game, you know, because people were, you know, yeah. bowl game last year, you yeah. weren't sure, now – you know they go and they go and get rolled. Um, you know the, the the last two. I mean, they lost their quarterback. The you know the and, morning of the Purdue game. And a, the last and week similar, wasn't pretty. And a similar a similar thing to what we we thought Michigan after the the, the Minnesota yeah. game. Oh, yes. great, what a great win! And then we've seen what Minnesota has become. So yeah, a lot, a lot a lot of overreaction from week one. Um, yeah, so I was, I had circa, I mean, when it first came out, I think Michigan was favored and then more news comes out, but now it seems to be a lot more stuff floating up around. So, uh, yeah, um, that's good Intel, uh, from a man that is uh, prepping to fly to Ann Arbor for that game. What else sticks out to you this week? Is well, that the, the right well, question? It, 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 it's it's lines that stink volume 11. Like you have, what, uh, three loss Virginia Tech coming off of an embarrassing yeah. loss at Liberty, favored over a Miami team that really – Really was a big loser last week. With no, with congratulations, mm. by the way. I just want to I, I, before oh. I congratulations on on your Irish and the outright money line pick, getting the getting the people the the outright dog winner. Con, con, congratulations on that. A little weird end of game situation there. I think uh, whether it was the refs, whether it was Clemson, I had like a half an eye on it uh, in in the truck as our game was wrapping up uh, right around the same time, but. Uh, Congrats to you for not falling asleep during the Stanford Oregon game. But that, uh, that was that was interesting. Well, the, the good thing is I got the nap on the flight out. Oh, okay, good, and then, good. And then I shut it down once I got back to the uh, right. the hotel there, and we were good. But congratulations on the uh, the one with the Irish, and now it looks like we're up steamrolling towards a, a rematch in the ACC championship game, and that gets me to what like Miami. They were a big loser last week. Uh, yeah. I think everybody was assuming Clemson was going to win, and then you probably would have had this debate of about a one-loss Clemson or a one-loss Notre Dame versus a potential one-loss Miami uh, coming down to a tiebreak where it's a CFP power ranking tiebreaker. But that doesn't look like we're, where we're headed anymore, and I'm curious to see. Uh, Miami's defense did not look good last week. They finally well, got the big turnover late. Uh, th th thank God for De'Ara King, by the way. How oh. great! How great was he uh, in, in that game? But now again, you have this top ten one loss team uh, on the road is a is an underdog to a team that just lost the Liberty. So uh, 
tread tread lightly. I remember if you if you think back to last year, because I like I will obviously I like looking these things up just from a mm-hmm. note, a note standpoint. Twice last year, we had three uh, teams with at least three losses that were favored over teams with zero or one loss. Hmm. You had I you had Iowa who was favored against Minnesota, won the game. Mm-hmm. You had Miami who was favored over over Virginia. Won the game again. Small sample size, but uh, I, I just like to look these things up. It happened twice last year, and the the raise your eyebrow favorite did win and cover both games. Okay, and that's why those lines stink. So listen to the man. What's uh, what's the? I'm try. I was trying to look it up. What I always find Miami going to Blacksburg fascinating because they have had a couple wins and then. I always feel like it gets overshadowed by that. What was that one year? They went up for a big time matchup and they got killed. What? What was that? Well, well, not, well is that over twenty years ago. You say then? Well, ninety nine was the year, the, the great year for the Hokies, and Miami went up there. And I think it was either Dorsey came into the game, or because Kenny Kelly got injured, or Dorsey. I forget exactly what it was. Yes, but um, that's yeah. It, it was an absolute. I mean, that was a great Virginia Tech team, and that was a Miami team which was still getting up to numbers. Off of was that like forty nine nothing or something? Uh, no, no. I, I think I, it was. I think Miami might have scored early. Let's, let's, let's yeah, the that's right. They might maybe they went up. Some, I gotta look this up. The, 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 the Syracuse game, I believe, that year was the was the forty nine nothing game. Okay. All right, uh, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get that Miami Virginia Tech '99 score right now, just because I'm curious. Because I was watching, you know, what popped up on four, 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 it was 43-10, and the Syracuse, the Syracuse game was 62 nothing. Wow! And then uh, on Classic the other day, I didn't get a chance to see how it ended. Was the '97 game Canes at Hokies, and there was oh James serious... Jackson in the James Jackson in the snow. There was there was some there was some there was some talent on that field. Let's put it that way. Oxidine running a little option in the backfield. Uh, edge ed, was that Edge's last year? No, Edge's last year was ninety eight. Okay, so that was his last second last year. Yeah, uh, yeah, was that Sparks was that uh, Trucking Miller? No, it wasn't. No. Uh, quarterback number five. I forgot. Uh, I should have looked it up before I brought it up. Anyway, we're uh, getting sidetracked, but yeah, that's that's. I mean, we've had people. It's it's pretty funny on Sunday. Uh, I know they're they're hitting you up too, but like on Sunday, I'll just be watching NFL and not paying attention, and people are already hitting me up like this line stinks for next week. This line stinks. So I'm glad to see we started Beautiful. something, exactly. and and uh, those um that was the number one game that was brought up. Like, why the heck is Miami getting mm-hmm. points? Virginia Tech just lost to Liberty. How about the end of that Liberty game? Woo! Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That was a, a perfect way to, to – why are you calling timeout to ice a kicker on a 59-yard okay. field goal? Here's my question. You're you're one of the analytics guys. I want the analytics done on field goals with a timeout and field goals without. Let's go. Run the numbers. You and Brad build a database, <laughs> and let's go. Because it's, it's so dumb. A 59-yarder in college? Yep. yep. Come on. Uh, I have a, you, one you, time, you, almost, you almost deserve to lose for doing that. When, if you look this, you can look this up, actually. In 98. 98? Yeah. 98. North Carolina with Mac came out. Or wait, no, he left. Did he leave? Nine, nine, 98 was his 98 was his first yeah Torbush was the coach Torbush was the head coach well well no, no nine, 98 was 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 max um first year at Texas because yeah, Ricky Williams 97 was a yeah. great year and, and then 98 was his first year at Texas okay so yeah Torbush I believe is the head coach he yep. called uh we had we had a uh kick uh, to win the game at the buzzer with one second left. And when, this was before they made the rule. He called three straight timeouts to ice our kicker. And then our ice ki- our kicker, no one, no one told us because the extra point team just like stayed in the huddle or stayed on the field. Mm-hmm. And then he went over to get a couple kicks in between Kevin Miller. And I believe the story is he went over to get one more practice kick in before the game, before the real kick. He missed the net and the ball went into the stands. <laughs> And he came out and he made the kick to win the game, though. But uh, I'll never forget Dre Bly on that Carolina. Well, great win. Great win uh, 
Jeff Allen had a big, big day going against uh, Dre Bly. We still talk about that one today. But anyway, enough about timeouts and kickers and that stuff. Um, what else reeks? Um, well, no, 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 Notre Dame. Notre Dame? Under two touchdowns on the road against BC, but but this this one might have like a, a reverse stink factor too because BC I think is going to be a real trendy dogs. I think if people are going to try. Oh well, look what happened last time they beat number Notre Dame beat number one. It was a twenty seven years week, ago. The following, following week they they lost to Boston College, and I don't know. It, it does seem like a lot. Again, you're you're giving away a key number of fourteen, and we've seen BC. Be a very live, frisky dog this year in a lot of instances, and they've got players on offense, and you've got the Drakovich angle. Curious to see how the Irish bounce back emotionally from that big win because we saw the scene after the game, and and now you have to play. I guess I would I would consider it a rival given the history between the these these two Catholic schools and some of the games that they've been involved in. But uh, for first glance, it does seem like a, uh, a a lot of points, especially with the BC team that is able to to score some points. Yeah, it's it's. I, I keep looking at the over under bear. It's forty nine and a half. Last year, Notre Dame gave it to them, and I I, I think I don't with 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 Jerkovic, uh It's it's a weird dynamic there. Um, you know, they've gone back to running the ball. Uh, a lot since starting the season, just chalking it all over the place. So their their numbers are starting to, you know, not go back to Adazio's run game. But um, it's it's really interesting to see what happens. Halfley, who, I mean, they didn't slow down Clemson, uh, you know. And, and, and listen, going back to last week, I loved what Notre Dame defensively did. And they gave up 40 points. Like I thought they, they, they tackled, they put pressure on the quarterback. They put, they put them in bad situations and Clemson just has that many guys to overcome things like that. But like, I thought um, they made, they made Uyunglele, you know, stay in the pocket and, and do some things that he showed he definitely can do. And I can't believe he's not going to probably play another snap the rest of the season. Uh, but yeah, that, that over under, I'm, I'm really interested in Notre Dame's offense. That's where that's where it comes out where things like this and and people always you know starting to doubt them. That's where you know a, a good defensive coordinator can maybe you know seek out some things and point out with uh you know attack some weaknesses on Notre Dame's offense. But I'll tell you what, I don't think there are much because in what they don't get with separation with the receivers, they just have the big bodies that can catch the ball. And books a guy that's just going to give give them a chance to to make a play on the edge and. The run game is as solid as anybody. Uh, I do have to call them the best offensive line in the country now that they did win after I said that last week, even though I still think Alabama's better. But I will call Notre Dame number one offensive line. Um, that game's not like at Fenway or anything, right? Is that Chestnut Hill? No, nah, that, that's um, under the uh, under the Musco lights at Alumni Stadium in Chestnut Hill. Uh, they're, they're, they're bringing up the, uh, the field hockey lines. Uh, as we speak, uh, it's the worst. It's 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 got to be up there as the worst setups, right? That, that, I, I'm, I'm just whining. Someone someone who works on college games oh. will be listening. Will be will be listening to this, and he's going to be shaking his head so mad right now. That it's the worst our, setup. Our, it's the worst setup for <laughs> me. Come on, like the first thing you do when you go there, they're like, "All right, can't park in lot." That I'm like, "Oh, park right there, right next to the stadium, right open lot, right there." No way! Uh, gotta city, be, city, you got city you got you got to be given over twenty five thousand dollars a year to park there. What? You guys can't get twelve people inside your stadium. Correct. Uh, then, then if you're really, they got to take a shuttle or something. It was, I went up there for a game when they played Michigan my senior year of high school. I went up there. I said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, thank you, pass." Uh, that's when they had a, uh, one of the Hasselbacks came in that night and started whipping it around. Everybody's like, play Hasselback, kids better. Um, but those were the days, 95. Uh, what else here? Um, oh, we got Florida Rosedale on the line. We do. Both teams are red hot. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to – Minnesota won last year after I think it was five in a row, Iowa won. Sounds about right, if not, if not more. Gophers are averaging like 440 yards a game. 
but what are they giving up? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, sure, sure, yeah, I was going to say, wow, uh, Bateman and Morgan and Abraham are, are certainly not the problem. It's the, uh, it's the other side of the ball that, that, that can, can Iowa uh, exploit that? I mean, they, they finally got right last week. It was a big win for them right, against Michigan state. So let's, Laying uh, lane three and a half on the road, kind of, kind of, kind of like the Hawkeyes there. Yeah, it's, that, you know, how to play that game. You know, it, it, you know what it reminds me of is what, with LSU with Minnesota. Uh, did, did we really believe they got everything fixed after a win in Champaign? Like right. just like every, just like everybody at LSU, you know, when oh they got everything back, we're good. We beat South Kakalaka at home, we're good, and then you go out and get steamrolled. Um, yeah, that's. I'd like to see more from both these teams because I, what I saw last, I know it's Michigan State in a tough spot for for Sparty, but what I saw last week from Iowa is what I expected this year. Like, I the threshold of of power of of teams in that divisions is not that big, and for them to go you know start zero and two was was really tough. Um, that gets me to the other team uh, that they they played earlier this year, and that's Northwestern. Um, I I know people could say what they want about the competition, but look what Maryland's done since they got whipped by Northwestern. Yeah. Um, Nebraska, good thing they got rid of their offensive coordinator because uh, they're they're really lighting up. Oh, they're the they're humming. They are humming on offense. I mean, right what is going on in Lincoln? Jeez, just play McCaffrey. Call it a day, no. Um, but Northwestern, still, hold, I, still holding on to my eight thousand to one Adrian Martinez to win the Heisman ticket. <laughs> <laughs> that camp that's not worse than my worst all-time Heisman bet. And I don't I, really have one, by the way. I bet Jake Coker to win the Heisman. <laughs> it, no, 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 not the year they won the national title. The year, the year before, before when he didn't even win the job against <laughs> Sims. That's that's my that's my that's my Heisman uh analysis for you. Bet a guy that doesn't even win a starting job. It's funny. Fifty to one. I'll never forget it. I made two Heisman bets before the year. I played Trevor Lawrence. I think it was like two to one, five to two, and Jalen Waddle at sixty-five to one. I had I had a good week a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? Mm. Mm. I thank you very much. I think Trask is worth a shot right now. I saw some updated odds. Sure. Because if you're a believer, then and they win like. The Heisman's given up before the playoff, so you don't need a playoff. But I mean, you've you've rolled this and beat Bama in a shootout. Like he's going to get all. We know how much people like Florida quarterbacks, right? Yeah, it's a darling job of the world. Uh, all right. Anyway, speaking and of darling, and, and, and if they if they beat Alabama in the SEC championship game, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you if you believe in them, go bet them now. Um, but back to the darlings that wear purple in Evanston. Uh, I think the defense is real. I really do. Uh, I've talked about plenty of times how I I, I believe in in Peyton Ramsey. Uh, I think he's you know he's not, to me he's like Ian Book. You know he's he's gutty. He's going to make plays. He's going to make mistakes. But uh, I, I think he's consistent enough to to win in this situation with Northwestern. If they're going to play defense like this, uh, they haven't given up a point in the second half the entire year. Um, I want to. I had another stat here. For the three touchdowns, it has they have given up two of the possessions started inside the Northwestern 10-yard line and the other started inside Northwestern's territory. They're seventh in the country in scoring defense. So that's a big one against Purdue. Or what do you think? Have you heard anything about Rondell Moore? I was, gonna say, gonna I, was just, I was just gonna say it's just like, yeah, I'm 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 opting back in, but um I haven't it's like I haven't heard anything. Uh, but I like Northwestern there. But what with what what they have with 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 Bell and some of the other weapons? Yeah, they, they might not need him. Um, no, Bell's guy. Let me see. Bell twenty two catches, two forty three, and four touchdowns this year. What's wrong I mean, with before, that? Before before the year, I, I had before the year before we uh, are in the situation that we did. I mean, P- Purdue was one of my better season win totals and a team I expected uh, a lot from this year. And uh, they, they somehow won that game against Iowa. They won again. I, I, I would, I would take the, uh, 
If I, if I had to play this game, I, I'd, I'd take the uh, the Boilermakers take, here. Plus taking the, the field goal? Okay. Field goal at home. Wildcats have won five straight against the Boilers until Purdue won last year. Um, I believe that was the last second kick, too. You want to just stick in the Big Ten? We kind of hit on Nebraska. I will say, the winner, the, the winner of that game is in a huge uh, advantage for that division. Huge. Well, well yes, because you, you don't know what, what's going to happen with with, with uh, Wisconsin having to play a minimum number of games. And, yes. Um, and, and certainly rooting for uh, rooting for Michigan this week to, to pin a loss on the Badgers. Mm. Well, stick with it. What else you got? No, I was going to say that Penn State-Nebraska game is just – I'm ready. Uh, you got 0-5 combined. And, uh, Penn State's offense just looks bad. I mean, did, did, was was it the loss to Indiana, or is there something else going on there? And and you got a Nebraska team that's incapable of scoring as well. And if you go back since the 2017 win uh, at Purdue, Nebraska's lost 15 straight games as an underdog. 2017 is the last time they pulled an upset, and wow. they haven't won. They and they haven't won a won a home game as an underdog since that. Weird 2015 game against Michigan State with, oh, you know, with, that, with was... that, that bizarre one. Nine, oh. straight, nine straight losses as a home dog by an average of 23 points a game. That was already five years ago. Jeez, yep. I remember I, watching that one. I remember watching that one too. That, that was another. That was another one. You we, had we, you I, had Nebraska. 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 Yes, you absolutely. Did. Yeah, you totally. Did. Did. Um, did I, I want to see that. What time is okay. that game? That's all. That's noon kickoff on the noon one for the fun. Yep. Nice. I didn't think they were getting that one. Is that three or three and a half? Three and a half? I see the hook. I see majority three and a half. Yeah. Um, All right. I'm going to stay. Is Rutgers playing? That game's still on, right? Because I like Rutgers this week. Rutgers is is playing their favorite. How much time? Do they just have a whole – do they have a period of practice where they just do laterals? (laughs) (laughs) Because they're freaking good at it. <laughs> What's going on in Piscataway? Game, game preparation. They got to got to got to be prepared for that. You never know what you're going to run into. Unbelievable how good they've been. Uh, I had some. Want some hypothetical lines? Oh, I know what we got to do. Let's give the people the steamer. And then in a big time steamer condo pick, if you can bet your condo on. It was good luck last week, and you gave it, so you got to give it again. And it was a confident sounding. Yeah, you, know, you, 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 you kind of like pump chest out. Got a rocking chair winner on a Friday night. Lapper, never out. We, we, we didn't even have to ask, remind anything. We just wake up this morning to a three-letter text. A P P. Appalachian State minus the sixteen against Georgia State is the uh, the steamer. Yeah, you know, I, I, th- I think I think our guys feeling pretty good. But I, I, I might. I'm just going to call them direct deposit. Like I will, I'm all here on the West Coast. I I wake up and it's like I got a direct deposit with some cash. Just app. That's all you need, boys. That's hey, all. Let wants. the people know the super condo steamer app. And for those that really still don't know, Appalachian State. Okay. And you, you, you. I will say this. I got a little worried about that 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 number on the podcast. Like going, flipping over, but once it ste- once it blew through four, and it was like four and a half. I was like, "Oh boy, this is this isn't just like a re- this is like legit. This is a good move." And uh, went off at five and a half. Yeah, I think it went off at like five and a half. Yeah. And uh, one once Sears went down the first drive of the game, you knew uh, what direction uh, this was going, and so uh, good for BYU. Good, good for, for the man. Good for the good steamer for the because man. obviously he has some scouts listening and, and hearing what we're saying about him. And you know, we also wake up to hazing texts from him saying, "Oh, you guys doubted me. You guys doubted me." So, uh, well, we know you're listening, Coach. Don't worry do. about it. We know it. Uh, all right, hypothetical lines. We talk about it every week for the last five weeks. This game, I got it just for you and me. What do you think the game is? Uh, just for you and me, I'm going to say. We just mentioned one of the teams. I'm going to say Notre Dame versus Ohio State. No, Cincinnati BYU. Mm, okay, neutral site. Cincinnati minus one, according to our guy Chrissy Andrews at South Point. So basically, a pick them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, All right. 
I did, and then I did a couple. Uh, I did a couple uh, cross uh, power five. I get. I asked for in Dallas, Texas, Florida versus Oregon. What do you think it is? Florida minus six. Boom on the nose. Oh, holy cow! We got it. Oh, you're incredible at this. I love it. All right, here we go. Another one. Your Indiana playing out in Pasadena, let's say, neutral site. Indiana versus Texas A&M. I will say Texas A&M minus seven and a half. Texas A&M minus five. Okay. I've been talking to you. I think uh, I think we're due for uh, a guest next week, so uh, I have my thoughts on. We'll get a little SEC inside info from a from a guy next week. All right, and now I I did some look aheads to game of the year in my opinion in these conferences. All right, first one, December fifth, Bowling Green at Akron. <laughs> I cannot wait for this game. I cannot wait for it. My zips showed improvement last night. BG did not. BG's I'm just terrible. glad that I'm just glad they got the head coach. Is that Leffler? BG's yes. head coach? Oh yes. I, I'm yep. glad they got him a rain jacket in the second yep. half. The poor guy's <laughs> gonna have pneumonia. Did you see that rain in the second <laughs> yes. half? And Yo, he's out there in like a cotton that sweatshirt. <laughs> this is I, I can't believe this is gonna change. This was after last night's games. So that'll give it's, you a little it's got it, it's gotta be. I mean, it's it's probably going to be higher than what I Akron's got to be favored. There, that's what I was saying. He had he has Bowling Green minus. Go ahead. Oh well, he after the game he has Bowling Green favored. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying he he gave me these lines before the game last night. Before the games last night, he gave me these. Okay, I I mean, it's got to be like Akron, Akron four. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a benefit of the doubt here because he's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send him another note today, and I'll have it yeah. for next week because he has Bowling Green minus four, which I that can't be still yeah, the case yeah, after yeah, last night because Akron definitely showed some improvement. Love my zips. All right, other big look ahead games in in conference. Coastal Liberty. That game's at Coastal, I believe. It 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 is at it is at Coastal. Oh, so we're still doing. Um, Good game, by the way. I know. Pumped for it. I'd, I'd love. I'd love for them both to be undefeated and take game day there. That would be great. I don't know what else is that day. I don't know if it's a possibility, but it would be great to get game day to to, to Myrtle Beach. Liberty at Coastal. Liberty at Coastal. On the teal. See, Liberty has the better win. Liberty has the two two better wins. I think. Mm-hmm. Virginia Tech and Kansas, I think, are both better wins than Syracuse. And uh, but uh, I'm going to say Liberty won. Coastal minus five. Really? Yeah. Hmm. See, this is good that I'm way off because I think when people probably, oh yeah, sure, he gets the first one right out of the head. He he knows them all ahead of time. <laughs> really? uh, Coastal five. Okay. How about? Um, Try, oh yeah. So before that, Liberty's got Western Carolina this week. They should win by a million. Then, then they have at NC State, then UMass, then Coastal. So they got some. Gotcha. They got a. They got a chance to get a couple more notches. I mean, they get that win at NC State. Look out. That's a that's a formidable resume. It's three ACC wins. Syracuse isn't going to have three ACC wins. No. no. There's still a bunch of teams that aren't going to. Uh, all right, and then one last hypothetical, because I still am not giving up on this game, and I know people are already putting Notre Dame into the ACC title game, but Notre Dame still has a trip to Chapel Hill. What do you think that line is? Notre Dame at Chapel Hill right now. Hmm. Notre Dame four and a half. Notre Dame minus seven. So, okay. That, yeah. So, so that's that's interesting to me. Like I said, I I don't see if I'm Mac Brown, I'm just throwing the ball every single play. I'm not trying to run because that's I think the only way you could win. Uh, all right. 
Back to the slate. How about our Terps? How about that win? How about that? That was that was a, I, that's a very good win for them. They Press gave it off, to them. Offensive, because that was not a fluke. That that was no. They went up and down the field on them and blew them out. Who's left that's playing this week in the SEC? You got three big games. Three. You got Florida, Florida, Arkansas, Vandy, Kentucky, and uh, Ole Miss, South Carolina. Um, interesting don't... games though. By interesting games though. By the way, I mean, Arkansas has been super what? live under super live underdog all year. They're twelfth in the country in terms of uh, expected points from their defense. Uh, Felipe Frank's going back there. Should be four and two. It's a it's a big number with the team. Florida's in a perfect letdown spot yeah, after that say, win. Yeah, I, 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 that, it does seem like Ar- it's Arkansas our pass for me uh, in that game in terms of ATS. And then I don't think I mean, Pitts is going to play either after that hit. I wouldn't. Oof. I wouldn't think so. We. I wouldn't think so either. Man. And then, and, and then, South Carolina. Seriously, you had you had a, a week or an extra week to get ready for A and M, and that's what you came up with. That was just a, a despicable, hideous performance. I mean, they're ter- they're they're terrible, and then your defense has given up over five hundred yards a game in the last three weeks. And, uh, you, you beat Auburn because Auburn couldn't stop turning the ball over, and you beat Vandy because Vandy's terrible. But 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 that's that's where you are, and, that, and now you're going to Oxford and. Facing a really good offense, I don't know, man. That, that one, of course, it'll be a perfect spot where South Carolina will will bow up and they'll bounce back after playing <laughs> so bad last week. But but wow, not not, not much on paper makes you think that South Carolina is going to have uh, much success this week in Oxford. I watched. Don't get mad at me, but I watched some of Vanderbilt Mississippi State last week just because <laughs> I want just because I wanted to. Yeah, you know, do you know Vanderbilt outgained Mississippi State? Mm-hmm. Outgained. Yeah, they, 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 they turned the ball over like five times, right? Were there like plus? Wasn't wasn't Vandy like minus five in turnovers? Yeah, kind of like UCLA. Oof. Ugly. Speaking very, of very. Ugly, speaking of ugly, I'm, I'm still okay. sitting. I'm, I'm still sitting here, racking my brain trying to figure out a way to get uh, two lost Georgia into the. Stop it. Stop it. We're not, no, we're not, we're not, we're not saying their name anymore. We're not saying their name. They are done on this podcast. I am so tired of that team. Oh my Lord. You don't have to worry about Georgia fatigue anymore for the, for the, for the remainder of the year. Done to done. Yeah, they, 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 we solved the, we solved the fatigue by putting them to bed. Oh, there, there are a lot of there are there are a lot of issues there, but that, that we need to get into right now. Nothing that is going to affect any because they're playing this week. So if they're playing at some point. Maybe we can talk about it from a betting standpoint. But forget about yeah, all right. I'm done. Good. Yeah, let's talk about teams that are having good years. Uh, let's talk Marshall. They're having a good year. Awesome Three. year. Yep. Uh, I got a note. So, uh, I got a anniversary note. weekend. Yes. Of, of the uh, plane crash. And they never lost. On that, on that, uh, on that weekend um, that they've done, obviously, uh, everyone knows uh, the story of that with that program and, and what it's meant to that program. But I'll tell you, man, like they they're six and zero, but they don't have much left. Like they're playing middle, who is god awful. I would actually think about laying the twenty four there. I think we might do that. Um, they got Charlotte, they got Rice, and they got FA. Wow, they got some games against some of the worst teams in America left. Let's see their resume. They got the win over App State, which is big. Um, and yeah. Western Kentucky, La Tech, FAU. I think that was their first game. Rolled it up on our Minutemen last week. They're not going to get the ECU game back. Um, it's 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 tough because they're they're going to run. They're going to go undefeated. But they port not a good year for the old Cusa. There's no. not much to not much to write home about. Uh, are they going to play th- now? They're still doing divisions. They would match up with uh, who is it? UAB right now. Mm-hmm. That would that would be a good that would be a good conference title game. Yeah, it would be. Um, but shout out to Marshall. Um, 
I wish you could have, I wish your resume was better because I, I, I watched that. I remember that, uh, 17, seven, they beat app state, which was, everybody thought it was going to be crazy, uh, high scoring. And, uh, they, they shut the app state offense down. Um, but we might have to look into that because I've watched middle and they're not good this year. So <laughs> that might be, they basically, a, might they be basically sure as hell enjoyed giving me hell after they, uh, went to rice and won. Oh, did they? Yeah. That's, okay. uh, that's all right. Yeah, they won. Murphy, they, they, they won the game. Good for them. Congratulations. Only only two games so far. Three games to see so far. I don't think Ohio State is as nearly as good as they were last year. Agree or disagree? I would agree. And Kirk even mentioned that. Um, on the the show last night, saying like if you're comparing Ohio State to what they've been the the past couple of years, there certainly certainly are things or reasons for concern, whether it's on the defensive line or uh, but they, they they they're still by far the best team in the Big Ten, no doubt, no doubt. But, and uh, Fields, but, but Fields but is it, way better too. It, yeah, is. Is Clemson as good as they were last year? No. Is Alabama, no. Alabama, Alabama's probably as good, if not better, maybe? I don't know. I don't know about that defense, man. Yeah, that's that, that's the thing. So, like, you know? every, so to say, like, they're not as good, but if the other teams aren't as good either and they're all maintaining the same kind of – that's where I'm looking for. I don't know. What I, what I was getting at here and, and about fields, like, every when he throws an incompletion, I'm shocked. Like, that that's how accurate he has been. I, I was just looking ahead to your thought about Dabo really wanting last week so he could get to that one seed. With this resume here, with Ohio State, and their best win is going to be probably against Indiana, you can't make them the number one team in the country. No way. <sighs> that's, a good, that's a good question. There's no – I mean, and that game's I, I, next, next week. It's next week, yeah, next week in, in Columbus. I mean, they're, they're going to be a massive favorite in the game. I know so, that's what I'm saying. So like that, like, um, and, that, and that's what we, and that's what we were talking about. Impressive. Like, so the, like the, ga- the gap between Ohio State and the rest of the Big Ten is like as big, if not bigger, between Clemson and the rest of the SEC. And well, I think it's it bigger now. Itself, I was going to say it certainly proved itself last week with Notre Dame winning that game. And 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 then with the Indiana game, like it's, I really want to see Penix against that Ohio State secondary because that's where I think uh, Ohio State's still a little green. Um, and then on the other side, you know, are we are we really going to get you know a, a, a true feel for how good Ohio State is against you know an Indiana defense that? Let's see, what did they do? What did Michigan end up? I I turned that game off. He threw, he threw the ball. He threw the ball for for a good a good number of yards. But but again, it was all Indiana's given up 35 to Penn state, 21 to Rutgers and 21 to Michigan. So, uh, yeah, that's, I'm really, ah, I should have asked for that line, uh, for next week. Cause that's a good, good look ahead. Um, it'll, it'll be at least 17, probably twenties. Wow. And that'll be one. Indiana goes up seven, nothing to everybody. Oh my God. Look yep, at it. Yep. Exactly. And, yeah, and then 44-14. Penix is struggling. Uh, so you would would so you would lean Notre Dame against BC in this game? No, right? No, I, I, no? I would I would, would, lean, I would lean towards I would lean towards taking BC if I had to play it. Okay. I, remember, like last week, we were really like struggling. Like, five, like I I said that like, this is the a week I didn't like at all, and certainly my record indicated that. Like this <laughs> is another another week, right? It's this is a it's bad. This is a hard, hard week. And that's what I don't get. Like, you know, you touched on it with Michigan, Wisconsin. That line has flipped all the way around, and we don't even know who's playing. So, like, I don't know. Maybe people know more than more than yeah, I do. Yeah, I just – it just goes back to what we started, talked about this at the beginning of the year. Like, it's so hard to, to figure out what the week is going to plan out to be. And – you know, here we are with Wisconsin's starting quarterback, not even knowing who might be um, the second best quarterback in the league. We don't and even you know look at and you look at Florida State now. Obviously, uh, Terry's no longer with the team, and there's stuff going on there. I mean, that 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 number is steamed up to NC State minus nine and a half. 
uh, against oh, wow. the, the, the Nolos. But by the way, with so much going on last week, like I, I didn't even see that. And then Sunday, I'm just kind of going through, thumbing through scores and pick 41, Florida yeah. State 17. That, that one, I was like, whoa, when did that happen? <laughs> I had no idea. Like, I got to that. And I'm like, okay, I guess they played. You were there in Eugene. Why is Stanford giving points? Because they play <clears> – <throat> I think they're okay. I mean, they, they were in that – their defense played well for a while. They just couldn't finish drives. Mm. And, and, and I think you're, you're playing a team in Colorado that the only reason they won was because UCLA handed them the game on a silver platter. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, what else, uh, when you were able to catch any of you, did, were you able to see any of Herman SC? Were you able to see – uh, literal, literally, late, late night. Literally, the literally the end of of the SC game is what is what I okay. saw. Literally, the final. I guess that's really all you needed was the the, the ridiculous doink doink Ugh. catch, then the outside kick, and then the, the touchdown pass to London. What's CBS doing for a game now? I don't think they have one. Wow, week off but for I, Brad I, I, and I think, Gary. I think I think they. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously the Masters is on. I, I saw they're not moving anything into in there. So yeah, we 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 how about that? We week off for uh, week off for Brad and Gary. Week off for Tony Romo too in the NFL because Jim will be down at Augusta. Oh, with that, I'm sure Tony will be there. Tony's not calling it with that contract. He's not I mean, on sixteen. Put him on a hole. Uh, say, yeah, yeah, well, he's we, got we, game. We, Shoot. we want to put him on sixteen. We can't do that. <laughs> sixteen is the hell hallowed ground for one man. Mm. Put him on nine. Put him on nine for his number nine. Uh, I know there a game. Go. Good idea. A game we need to touch on quickly because it might be the best game of the week. Only yes, yes, exactly. Yes, I, I am kind of surprised Tulsa's favorite here. That's that's a lot of a lot of respect. Um, look at that it's SMU conference game. SMU seven and one. Tulsa's three and one. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. Tulsa's been one of those COVID riddle teams, and I, 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 this is a this is a bad memory game for me having Tulsa last year on the money line against SMU, Ooh. and kind of kind of blew that one. And like the last time we saw Tulsa, they were the beneficiaries of a of a gift against mm. uh, the Pirates. Yeah, but no, they, they, their their defense is good. Their their defense is legit, and it is. Um, I think they're going to give SMU some some trouble, even, even though uh, SMU's offense seemed to play well, uh, even without some of those guys. I, 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 this is a this is a stay away game. This is obviously, I would think, a uh, an elimination game to see who's going to go uh, play Cincinnati for the uh, for the AAC title. But uh, yeah, good, good, good watch. No, no, no feel for whatsoever. Yeah. Um, the other uh, speaking of Cincinnati, uh, they're against our Pirates Friday night. Uh, um, that was a classic game last year. Yep. Uh, 43, 40, 44, 41, something like that. And uh, just an uh, unbelievable game that featured a lot of nine routes. So I am going to think that. Some of that is going to be the same. We know what happened to ECU at Tulsa. Came back last week with a sub subpar effort. Cincinnati, we know what that takes. But I think Cincinnati scores a lot more than they have. Um, I know he's not what everybody wants at quarterback, but he has been better. He has been getting the job done. I like over the total Friday night uh, at Historic Nippert Stadium uh, for the Bearcats. Bearcats and the Pirates. ECU's defense has improved, but but still, that's not a. Uh, and Cincinnati's got to score, man. They got to get some. They got to get some style points. So I think they're going to try and and uh, get some things going. They're a fun team to watch, man. I, I like them a lot. Uh, what, what, what do you what do you think ahead. about uh, the, the the boys from uh, Berserkly going down to see? I mean, boy, are Arizona they going to play? <laughs> I, I hope so. Oh man, I. <sighs> ASU's I, had a couple of those games under her where they had seemingly had a a ninety nine percent win probability and somehow managed to lose. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, we and talked then, about it last week. I thought this is very uh, 
very possible that um, Arizona State loses their first two and wins out uh, with the youth that they have. Jaden was better than I thought last week, uh, better than I expected, I should say, uh, and then just couldn't couldn't get it done late. Um, I I think Cal's a legit team to win this conference. I really did. I thought it. I thought it last week. I know they haven't played a game yet, but I think they have the goods for. It. I mean, they were undefeated in games when he played last year, so. Um, you don't have to hear any <laughs> anything more positive about that team from me. Uh, I, I believe in them. I I just hope for their sake they get to get on the field, man. Like it's got to be brutal uh, what yeah. they've been going through, and and not even be able to to get on the field. Uh, so I would I would lean Bears uh, there. Um, shout out to our guys in San Marcos, Texas State's about to play their tenth game. I know it hasn't been. Uh, <laughs> Hasn't been what they wanted this year, but I mean, come on! I mean, they're, they're getting out there and playing ten games. Good for them, uh, with all that's going on, um, and getting those guys out and playing. You got anything for the that'll be in the big Mike Happy recap for sure? For sure, no. I think of everything that we've gone through huh? right now. What I like the most is Stanford minus uh. It it's weird. It's going like five and a half, seven, five and a half, seven. It's weird how this yeah, keeps so going. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe see if it moves down. I mean, Stanford, I think I like, I like, uh, I like uh, uh, Ole Miss as well. I think those are the two right now that I, that, that I like the most. And I'm seeing maybe if I can do a little digging on, on Michigan, Wisconsin. And- I like the ECU since he over, I'm going to, I think I'm going to take Marshall minus that knowing what, uh, what that represents. And I have Rutgers circled. And right now, I'm not sure they're going to. I think you might have talked me out of Northwestern. Uh, but I had Northwestern I circled. hope not. They were not. I don't, I don't, I, they shouldn't be given points on the road in this game. That's that's my issue. So, like, right. that's why it kind of smells to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because, I, and I'll, I'm not going to lie, I've watched them more than I've watched Purdue. So, that's, you know, I'm kind of shy, shy their favor there. We don't know about Rondale Moore. We talked about Bell and how good he's been. So, I mean, there's no doubt the guys in in, uh, in Purdue could coach. So that's really interesting. I think that's a night game, too. That's good. 7.30 BTN. Oh, good. Another, oh, another oh, oh, I know. Another game off to throw one on the truck next to the game. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Uh, the Ducks. The Ducks are circled. Um, I watched the game in Corvallis with Wazoo. Really, really impressed with Wow, what Coach Rolo has been able to do in such a short amount of time. That Jaden Delora, holy cow, can he make some plays. Um, yeah, McIntosh, Ar- I mean, game, they, unfortunately. they didn't even have Bob, who might be the best player in the conference, Borgie, the running back. He didn't even play. Mm-hmm. So uh, I really liked what I saw from them. I, I think uh, – I because I still think uh, Oregon State's going to win a couple games this year. Uh, they're, not, they're not what you're – normal thoughts of the beavers are um but the ducks i think are well well built from the inside out uh we saw the playmakers get there um the biggest thing for me is quarterback can wazoo put some pressure on that quarterback because you know he's still learning the ropes there and i say still young he's still young uh i I think i saw some snow up in pullman this week too so uh shocking we could we could get a snow game all right, so yeah, I'm gonna go ECU over and Marshall, and then Rutgers, and the Ducks are circled for now. Remember, please check out the column on ESPN.com right around noon Eastern. I think Beerman posts it um, every every Thursday. If not, tweet it's on it's out on Twitter. Uh, I know you guys are searching for it, and I appreciate you guys getting there um, and, and checking that out. The Big Mike Happy Recap is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at over $100,000. Download the DraftKings app and enter code Steve at sign up. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Uh, Masters, you said Rom, Scheffler, Finau, Matsuyama, Poulter, Kucher. Correct. Uh- that was that, that was that was my DraftKings uh, fantasy team. Yes, uh, I would play the, the three guys that I would play to win are uh, are the three obvious ones: Bryson, Rom, and 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 then Finau. I mean, if if Bryson is going to be hitting driver yeah. fifty three degree wedge on 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 thirteen, like that's 
that's a massive, a massive, massive advantage. Um, and I think the little bit of a misconception about about Bryson too is like the, the oh he can't putt at Augusta. Well, two of his three trips to Augusta, he's been in the top ten in putting for the tournament. But in the, in those same rounds, he's been thirtieth or worse in greens and regulation. Mm. So like what 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 that tells me is if this new strategy of just grip it, rip it, give yourself the the shortest distance slash best angle to a green, regardless of whether it's in a neighboring hole or not, like greens and regulation go up, easier putts. You continue to make putts at that rate. You're making birdies instead of pars. Like that, that's bad news. So, uh, I mean, DeChambeau is one of those guys that like, can go out and shoot 65 to, on Thursday, and, and, and that's that. And you're never going to get eight to one on him. Again, he's going to be like five to two, if that. Um, so, I mean, I, I think you have to bet Bryson. Uh, at eight to eight, eight to one or whatever he is before the tournament. Uh, Rom is a guy who I've uh, had the last couple of years in Augusta as well. Uh, he's put himself in position. Uh, last year, he just had a stretch where he just couldn't make any birdies. He had like 20 something straight holes without a, without a, uh, a bogey. But uh, he, I think he only had like three birdies in that stretch. So he just couldn't capitalize on a, on a stretch the year before he opened with the 75 and then his Friday, Saturday, Sunday score was like three shots better, I think, than the rest of the field on those three days. So he's given himself a chance. He's finishing the top two, top ten rather, each of the last two years, uh, maybe with a little bit of a lack of pressure on him this year, being that so many people are talking about Bryson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's got a shot. Um, Tony Finau is the other guy I'm playing to win. I mean, people – people like to poke fun because, oh, people like oh, Tony Finau, every tournament this is going to be – but. No one's got more top tens and majors over the last three years than Fino does. So you adjust your stake accordingly. You bet him in the top ten heavily. You put a little something on the win in case he finally does close one out. But the guy was in the in the final group last year here. Like, he's put himself in position a couple of times in the final group of the US Open one year too. So he, he's been there uh, in terms of strokes gained, like his strokes gained off the tee and his strokes gained uh, on approach. Uh, if you read uh, Joe Peter's publication about uh, strokes gained at Augusta, like he's right there. Uh, the, the putting let him down last year, so I think Fina right around thirty to one is worthwhile. I'd play him again, top ten, top twenty as well. Uh, all all these things are up on the uh, on the website right now as well. Weather's going to be an issue. Yes, but I don't think as much as we initially thought. Uh, okay, I, th- I think I think Friday is going to be be okay. Sunday right now, maybe they're calling for a little more rain, but. But I, I know it just rained early in the week a lot, uh, but but I think it's it's not. I don't think as uh, gloom and doom as we initially had thought. What Still do you t- have? What do you have for odds on Phil Mickelson right now? Uh, what do I see? I think he was triple digits, wasn't he? I'm looking at circa right now, and I think it says 225 to one. Uh, that that's probably accurate. Seriously, that's probably accurate. I mean, I mean, wow. look, look at his look at his last few tournaments. I mean, just he just hasn't. He just he is in. He hasn't put himself in contention in this tournament in a while. It's Gary Woodland's two hundred and thirty to one. He Gary Gary Woodland has has some back issues. I think. Okay. Okay. Through. All right. I'm he, just he withdrew, he withdrew last week, so that's another uh, that's another problem. I mean, I mean, hey, you you and I have both wasted uh, ten bucks on crazier things than Phil Mickelson. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm here at the Circa. I'm looking at these numbers. Yeah. They're some of their numbers are Justin Rose seventy two to one. Yeah, he's another guy who's who's played really well uh, at at Augusta. He, he's yeah again someone who's really struggling to find his form. Uh, but if Rory McIlroy was quoted earlier in the week, I think of, of saying like he's getting close, like he's he's playing better. Like he had he had the, the equipment deal where he changed clubs and back to Taylor Made, where he played so well with and guy guys been searching and uh, I read he's been in the process of relocating his family from Florida back to England, uh, so. He's just had a lot of off the off the course stuff as well, but but again, yeah, J- J- Justin Rose, a guy who has as many uh, top tens and close calls as Augusta as anybody, at mm. seventy something to one. Again, you you've, you certainly could invest ten bucks or whatever in 
a lot, a lot worse things than that. Um, I also sort of like DJ here because no one's really talking about him. Yeah. It, it, I mean, you're getting I mean, 10 to 1. I like Cantley too. Yeah, Cantley, Cantley, so Cantley and DJ are two guys that I would certainly play for the top 10. Uh, what do you uh, – Exactly. Cantley won last week. Yeah. Or the last time he played, I should say. Um, he had kind of a subpar year other than that. But it got led in the second nine last year at Augusta. I actually had him last year at 50-something uh, to one, and uh, he just ran out of holes. Mm. But I, I think he's a guy who I more peg him for the top ten than the win. But but you're right, DJ, I think his last, in his last six tournaments, I think he hasn't been worse than six. He's got, what, three runners up, I think, mm-hmm. in the last few majors. So he's been right there. It would be no shock to, to, to see him win. And, again, I think you could find him around – around even money or plus 110 to finish in the top 10. And I think that's certainly a uh, – with, with a lot of these columns that I do on, on chalk and mm-hmm. the way I try to approach a lot of this, the golf betting is uh, I'd rather, like, give out a lot more top 10s, top 20s. Gotcha. Uh, just than guys win. to win the tournament. Yeah, yeah, dude, because, I mean, it's fun every now and then to, to, to look for a needle in a haystack and find the – find a winner, but if you play five guys to win, yeah, the odds are, are different, but only one of them can win. You, you yeah. give out five or six guys to finish in the top 10 or top 20, you could win every one of those bets. Now, sure, the odds aren't as great, but uh, it certainly seems like a more a safer, prudent way of betting on golf. And then one matchup that I like this week, or one player, I should say, in terms of fading, uh, there were a bunch of matchups out there with Carol Hatton, and mm. I'm gonna, I think Tony Fino might have been one of them. Uh, Bubba Watson, Patrick Cantley, Hideki Matsuyama, I think we're all uh, matched up with Carol Hatton. And I think Hatton's a guy who has never played well at Augusta. He's never broken 70 uh, in a round, missed a cut, and I think he's finished 56th and 44th. And those head-to-heads are four guys who all bring good current form in here all bring good course history at Augusta in here. So uh, I, all four of those guys, I think, I think are slight favorites uh, in, in the matchups, but but I, I think Hatton's someone who hasn't really shown an affinity for Augusta. He's not the longest hitter in the world, and if the course is damp and soggy, uh, he could be hitting those irons from a lot further back and be putting him at a disadvantage. Uh, one thing I – one other guy, what do you expect from Kepka? Great uh, – Wild card. He played well last week. Yeah. Um, just a question of, is the the course is a very demanding course to walk, and you just got to wonder about uh, is his is his is his knee and uh, whatever is it okay? Well, will the, the four days take a toll on him? I mean, he, he's another guy who who last year just make a putt and he wins. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, it, it's. I'm really interested to see what he does. Yeah, it it, it would. Surprise nobody if he played well this week and 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 won down there. He's another guy who you're gonna want to back guys that can carry the ball with their tee shot. Kepka, Finau, mm. uh, Bryson, Rom, Rory hits the ball. Am I on the? Like, guess you're not gonna get a a, a big rollout. So it's gonna it's gonna hurt some. It's gonna hurt a guy like Webb Simpson. Who's a great second shot player, but he's not super long off the tee. It's going to hurt a guy like Terrell Hatton, who's not super long off the tee. It's going to hurt a guy like Kevin Kistner, who putts as well as anybody on tour, but mm-hmm. uh, he's not get, he's not long off the tee at all either. So uh, I think you're going to see a, a lot of uh, angling towards some of the longer hitters, especially early in the week when these fairways are not uh, when the fairways I should say are are pretty damp. Yeah, you know what I've fallen in love with is is the updated odds to win the tournament, like on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I've loved being able to to, to grab guys. Then uh, I know you're not getting the price that you would be at the beginning of the tournament, but you know you're in the hunt. Um, I can't believe we did a whole segment and we didn't mention the defending champion. Uh, but I was actually going to look and see what he was to make the cut because that would be an interesting uh, prop. Yeah, I'll. I think he'll make the cut. Okay. Uh, it was funny on, on, da- on Daily Wager. On we we were talking about that and how how I was a- approaching Tiger, 
And I said, like, I know it probably sounds terrible, but I'm just kind of ignoring him. Like, I'll, uh, he's not going to win. I don't think he's going to finish in the top 10. I'm not sure he's going to finish in the top 20. Uh, he has he knows his course well enough where he can just kind of get around it and, and likely make the cut. Uh, I don't know who he's matched up in head-to-heads with, so there, there might be some guys to – to look at opposing him and head to heads, but like I'm, I'm just kind of, just kind of like okay, he's he's playing, it's great, he won, and but his form is, I mean, he beat three guys last week. Um, yeah, I, I think he's finished better than 40th once uh, since the uh, since the restart or, or, or since February, uh, and in uh, ouchy back and damp weather. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I, again, I would expect him to, to to make the cut just because of how and the cut's different this year. By the way, they finally yeah top fifty right yeah fifty and tied, which is good because it it, it had been uh, too many people who made it. It was basically your your former champions who and your amateurs who weren't making the cuts. So basically, everybody was making it. So it's good that they kind of narrowed it down a little bit uh, this year. Yes or no? Hole in one. Minus two twenty five is yes. Yes, yeah, they'll they'll someone will be one right. Someone on the someone will knock one in on sixteen on Sunday. All right, I think that'll do it. Anything else before we leave? We got Charles helping us out today. Thumbs up or down? All right, I like seeing that. Very good. Two thumbs up. Bear, safe travels. Take us away. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And the less you bet, the more you lose when you win. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.